Welcome to MMC Radio, brought to you by Maine Medical Center, Maine's leader in patient care, education, and research, all centered around you. Here is our host, Melanie Cole. With rapidly increasing participation in road races and obstacle courses and other weekend athletic events, there's been a certain rise in sports-related injuries. My guest today is Dr. Gregory Sawyer. He's an orthopedics and sports medicine physician with Maine Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Sawyer. Tell us about the most common sports injuries with weekend warriors that you are seeing right now. Well, just like you said, this is sort of a an overuse type scenario where uh, these, you know, these individuals are trying to cram in a week's worth of sports, usually into a weekend, whether it's running or, you know, playing basketball. So what ends up happening is is that they, it's it's an overuse injury where people start getting this irritation and inflammation of, you know, different parts of their body. You commonly see it in in the rotator cuff. You get rotator cuff tendonitis. You get Achilles tendon uh, inflammation. Achilles tendonitis. Um, you can often get people that have plantar fasciitis, um, and uh, you know it's. But it's a it's the the series of itises. It's a lot of uh, inflammation and uh, and irritation from that phenomenon of trying to cram a a, a week's worth of exercise into a day or two or uh, an activity or two. So people want to be active, you know, Dr. Sawyer, they want to be able to do these sports, and this is a good thing for our country and for these people to get involved and do team sports and be active, but how can we avoid some of these itises that you're talking about? Start with something like plantar fasciitis, so common and yet so painful. What can you do to prevent it? Well, I I completely agree with you. There's really nothing better that people can do for their bodies than to get out there and be active. I think there's a couple things to try to prevent this uh, this weekend warrior injury phenomenon, and that's you know trying to maybe squeeze in some level of activity during the week. And some people will say, you know, I just don't have time from job to my children, and 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 I completely understand that. But it might be so much as you know taking the stairs at your job, and um, you know trying to to work in some level of activity during the week such that your body is not seeing such a significant amount of overload on the, on the weekend when you start doing these, uh, you know, this increased amount of activity. From a plantar fasciitis perspective, which is you know, inflammation on the bottom of, of, of a patient's foot, um, you know, in order to prevent that is, is really wearing some good footwear, I think is is very important. You know, a lot of people don't go out and buy you know, a, a good, supportive, well, well-fitting shoe um, on the weekends, they may just slip on whatever they have had for the last 20 years that they use to mow the lawn, um, and and that's not you know not going to cut it for somebody that's you know uh, going out and doing these high level activities on the weekends, you know, and and just sort of another rule of thumb that applies to plantar fasciitis and and all sorts of other injuries is stretching at the beginning of these activities, um, you know, and and that's something that you know most people don't do including myself and i you know we all need to be better about that but just taking that 5 minutes before you do your activity and stretching out the the variety of muscles and and joints that you're going to be working with and the, and the foot is you know very similar in in different exercises is stretching out all these uh these muscles and tendons that maybe weren't used as much over the course of the week but are going to be used a lot in the basketball game you're going to play on Saturday afternoon Some great information. So to sum up, some things that we can do to prevent 
these these common sports injuries that weekend warriors can come up with is stretching before your activity, making sure you have really good footwear, good shoe wear. That's for all activities, really. And to do some activity during the week so that you're not just fresh and new for the activity that you're doing on the weekend. Now, if somebody... Dr. Sawyer does get an injury. Are you an ice man, a heat man? Everybody's always asking, do I wrap it? Do I ice it? <laughs> What's your best advice for an actual injury? Well, I think that, you know, as many people know, I think the acronym RICE, R-I-C-E, is, is the key for a lot of these. And that's rest, ice, compression, and elevation, which I think you can't go wrong with in these sorts of scenarios. As far as whether... You use ice or you heat things up. I think a, a rule of thumb there is, you know, at the end of an activity um, or to sort of calm down some inflammation, it's good to ice things and cool them off. And then as you're trying to get your body ready to go to start a new activity, the heat is a good idea to really sort of loosen up your joints um, and, uh, and, and get the body ready to go. So I think ice sort of at the end of a workout um, and a little bit of heat if, if you need it at the beginning, uh, if you're having, you know, stiffness in your knees or stiffness in your shoulders, you know, a little bit of heat will help loosen things up and get you ready for that, that activity that you're about to participate in. When do you know that it's a severe enough injury that you need to stay out of the activity? Well, I think that, you know... Uh, Obviously, for these, you know, weekend warrior type injuries that we're speaking of, you know, something that would, uh, you know, something uh, that would cause you to stop participating, obviously, would be, you know, if you were having a lot of, if you had some issues with Achilles tendonitis and it just got to the point where you weren't able to, you know, walk correctly, run correctly, you know, pain with every step. Um, you know, it varies from injury to injury. Um, obviously, more sort of severe injuries like tendon ruptures and things like that, you would know immediately and wouldn't be able to participate at all. Um, but these, you know, itises that we've been speaking of, it'd be to the point where, you know, pain with every step or pain with every throw um, and, and pain that's just not getting better with the, the RICE acronym that I spoke of. What about cross-training? If someone's a weekend warrior, they like to play basketball or softball, you know, and then they don't necessarily see the need to go walking during the week or to swim or to do weightlifting. What do you suggest for cross-training so they don't come up with some of these chronic overuse? You know, I think cross-training is, is, is outstanding and, and really, you know, for people that, you know, are just trying to maintain a level of fitness, I think cross-training is so important you know, and, and, you know, I'll pick runners, for example, and, and individuals that, that run all the time and, and aren't working in some other body parts will get a lot of um, IT band tendonitis, iliotibial band tendonitis uh, is one uh, type of inflammatory condition that, that comes to mind. It's just sort of these repetitive same activities. And when you can mix in other things that add different body parts, swimming, um, and cycling are two of the best things that you can really do for your body. You know, those are low-impact activities that really use other muscles. You know, and so for people that are, you know, big runners and love to run, I say, you know, definitely keep keep running and, and, and doing the things that you like to do. But maybe if, if you're working out four days a week, maybe you run for two days and then you, you bicycle for another day and then you, you know, go for a swim another day and just sort of mix those things in that give certain body parts rest and add some work to other body parts. And I think it, 
it's really key to sort of a, a good overall level of fitness and health. Dr. Sawyer, one of the most common weekend warrior, as we put it, you know, type of sports is golf. And people think golf is innate, it's not so destructive to the body, but yet things can go wrong. Speak about golf injuries a little bit and ways that golfers can prevent them, whether by warming up or stretching. What can they do? Well, a couple of the injuries that come to mind in golf um, really revolve around the swing itself. Um, There's actually a condition in the elbow called a, a golfer's elbow, which is the opposite of tennis elbow. And it's pain on the inside part of your elbow as opposed to the outside part of your elbow from, you know, the, the backswing and, the, and sort of the acceleration that occurs with that. Uh, patients will also complain of, you know, some shoulder discomfort from the repetitive overhead swing motion. Um, and that can often be due to rotator cuff tendinitis or biceps tendinitis. So those are a couple of the, uh, you know, upper extremity injuries that, that we do see from golfing. And, and like we talked about, Obviously, stretching is key. For golf, really sort of stretching the upper extremities and stretching your trunk and your back, which are very key um, during the golf swing, um, are are very important. And and then, you know, if if patients do or golfers do suffer from some of those things, you know, some ice at the end of the round, some heat at the beginning of the round, and, you know, a little bit of anti-inflammatory will often help get through these sort of nagging irritations. But, you know, if, 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 you know, every swing is bothering and every, you know, round on the golf course is bothering, it might be time to take a little rest or, you know, certainly come in and see someone to see if there's something that's progressing or um, if there's something that we can do to help. Perfect segue, Dr. Sawyer, in the last minute or so. Tell listeners why they should come to Maine Medical Center for their sports injury treatment. Well, I think with um, Dr. Lincoln Avery and myself, um, you know, Maine Medical Center has built a team that can really um, cover and encompass all sports activities, whether it's, you know, uh, uh, you know, somebody's suffering from shoulder, a shoulder injury or a knee injury or a hip injury or an elbow injury or an ankle injury. I think with the combination of Link and myself, we've got all the different joints and body parts covered um, to take care of these active individuals and and get them back onto the back onto the court or back onto the field or back into the pool. Um, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's a it's a pleasure to work with Link, who has you know many years of experience in the community. And I'm I'm relatively new to the community, although I, I grew up in Wilton, Maine. Um, and uh, you know, I'm proud to be back here, uh, bringing experiences that I've had uh, uh, out working at the Stedman Clinic in Vail, Colorado. Um, to join with Link, and I think together um, we're uh, we're ready to to keep the population of Maine active. Thank you so much, Dr. Gregory Sawyer, orthopedic and sports medicine physician with Maine Medical Center. You're listening to MMC Radio. For more information, you can go to mainemedicalcenter.org. That's mainemedicalcenter.org, mmc.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.